Welcome to Modern Leadership, the podcast, where we see things differently. I'm your host, Mark Hildebrand. I'm a husband, father, master life and legacy coach for leaders, co-creator of the Pushco Certification School, and 20-year law enforcement officer from Southern California. Once I realized how leaders looked at things differently, I was able to lead myself to a 100-pound weight loss, lead more effectively in my police career, create a successful business, and a better connection with my family that was more aligned with the legacy I wanted to create. Now, this podcast is for ambitious, high-performing leaders who want to create more, but refuse to do so at the cost of the other important areas of their life, including their family and their health. People who are willing to see things through their modern leader lens. If that's you, welcome to Modern Leadership. Let's go. What is going on, my people? And welcome back to another Monday episode. And today is all about the secrets. Uh, The secrets to winning in your marriage that won't sacrifice your personal success. Really, I want to chat with, uh, kind of like talk to you guys a little bit about my personal story here today and, and give you guys these secrets that literally took me not only years and years to figure out on my own, but things that were actually holding me back from being that husband that I truly wanted to be. Now that we're going to be talking about, of course, this perspective from um, from regarding mar- marriage. Why can't I speak today? We're going to be talking about this in terms of marriage, but this is also going to be important when it comes to family as well. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, when I first started working, I think I was 14 when I got my first paper out and I've worked every single year since um, I had this real desire to provide, like to be the provider and be the person who could bring in the money and take care of everybody. And because of that, I had this internal desire that I needed to excel at work so that I could provide for the people who mattered most. And the more that I could provide, the more I felt like I was kind of worthy of like being that, um, that son or being that uh, father, being that husband, ultimately. And what's crazy is like after I had a family, started to have little ones running around, this even became more important to me because I was thinking, you know what, this even like their um, success, their like being able to live from day to day, eat all those great things, you know, have a have a home, um, have the things that I didn't have when I was growing up. It kind of like pushed me to even dive deeper into becoming a success professionally. Now, the problem that I ran into was I was literally giving so much to my career and I was saying that it was just all for my family. When in reality, it was actually taking me further away from them. And that's kind of like when the shame and the guilt started to creep in. Uh, And let me tell you, if like you have any shame or guilt around uh, becoming better in a certain area of your life because you feel like you're not succeeding in that area of your life, I want to let you know that that is never a positive way to really approach things. Because in reality, what it did for me is actually pushed me more towards my career. Because I felt like, you know what, I can actually succeed and excel in my career and my work. And I'm doing really great here. And I think it was like mostly because I didn't want to see that I was failing so much at home. So here's the thing. If you're someone who you're putting in a massive amount of energy when it comes to uh, providing for your family, when it comes to your career, when it comes to professionally, I like I really just want you to know this. Number one is I appreciate you for what you're doing. And even if your family doesn't say this out loud, they do too, because they wouldn't be where they are without you. Providing is such an important part of our, not only leadership, but high-performing DNA. And I can totally feel where you're coming from. But I do want to offer this. What if there was a way that I could show you how you could still excel at work, whether it's in your business or your career, but yet you would connect, you can connect with a deeper, um, on a deeper level with your family so that not only are you appreciated for the work that you're doing, 
but you also feel completely connected with them and they actually look forward to you coming home and getting to spend time with them. Now, would you be willing and open to a new idea if I could help you do that? Now, if you said yes, number one, this podcast is for you, but really everything that I do um, on YouTube, on this podcast, uh, in my one-on-one program that I just recently put together, in any of the things that I kind of like teach, that's literally what I believe that I was designed to do. I was put here on this planet to help people who are struggling in this, like not necessarily balance, but harmony in their life where they want to excel in multiple areas but they kind of get pulled towards um, the area that they're excelling in the most because they feel that, um, and here's the thing, like most of us don't even realize this, um, they either don't want to face the music in the other area of their life where they're failing because no leader and high performer wants to feel like they're failing or they just really think that, um, that they're doing this for their family. They're doing it for the greater good and they're kind of like that martyr, but in reality, they get to you know the end of their career or they get to the end of their life. And like they say, you know, you come home with a pocket full of money to a home full of strangers, right? And we don't want that. We want to make this change now. So yes, this podcast is for you, but also so, so is everything else that I share because it's always, when I say the modern leader lens, I'm always looking at through this through this perspective. No matter what training that I'm doing, it's always constantly like, how can we get better at both? All right. So you guys ready to do this? Let's jump in. Now, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking about these five secrets and really how you can just really get the mindset shift of I can excel at them all. Okay, this is kind of like that creating a legacy kind of thing where you're going to be creating a legacy through your professional life, but also through your personal life with your family. Okay, so let's jump into the secrets right now. So the first secret is connecting with your family doesn't take you any more time. I'm going to say that again. I know you can record it or rewind it, but I'm going to say this again. Connecting with your family does not take you any more time. Most people think that they need more time in order to connect. Now, here's the thing. If you are somebody who's a high performer, you don't have any more time. Like nobody really has any more time on the planet. We all have the same, right? But in reality, like when it comes to how busy we are, how we're like um, going out there and getting after it all the time, really telling yourself like, hey, you need more time is literally going to get you to convince yourself that you just can't do it. It's not possible. But what if I told you it doesn't require any more time? I want to give you a little bit of an example here. So I want you to picture that you are sitting down with your family and you're watching a two hour movie with them. Okay, so you're not really talking to them. You're just like sitting down, you're watching it. It's two hours worth of time. I want you to think about like, how would that connection feel at the end of the movie? Now, there's going to be a part of it because you were there physically, but I want you to now reframe that. And instead of it being two hours, it's now 15 minutes. But instead of watching a movie, you're actually playing a board game, talking about the things that happened that day, laughing, having fun, making fun of each other, doing all the things that we do as a family, right? What would it feel like at the end of that 15 minutes of having that undivided attention where you're actually spending time with each other and having conversations versus what it would feel like in a two hour movie? You see, guys, it's not the amount of time that you spend. It's what you do that matters most. So I really want to ask you, Like when you feel most connected as a family, what are some of the things that you're doing that make you feel that way? So there's probably situations where you have already done this, where you have maybe your phones are disconnected. Maybe you're, I know for me personally, like whenever I go to like, let's say Disneyland or something like that, it gives me the opportunity of really connecting with them on an entirely different level. And it's not that it takes a ton of time or that it takes even more time. It just takes you being creative. So really you can find the answers that will literally get you to feel more connected, but do it in less time. Now, one of the things that I highly suggest is that you actually ask your family this too. Like one of the things that um, 
that it was a big realization for me is like the what the things that I thought that we could do, the things that um, I enjoyed doing were totally different than the things that my kids and my wife and everybody else um, in my family really enjoyed to do. And so when I asked my wife and she told me, you know what, I really just like um, sitting down and just having conversations with each other. Like that is not what first popped into my mind. It's, it's the big things, right? It's like, oh my God, like we've got to go out on a date day. We've got to do this and got to do that, which by the way, I do do date days and, and it's incredibly important. I do that even with my kids individually. As a matter of fact, today's Friday when I'm recording that and today we're going to have a date day. Um, but in reality, like when you think about asking those questions, you're going to find out that many of the times it's not even the thing that you thought was going to be the most impactful. I know we did this exercise with our family one time asking them, Hey, when you feel most loved by me, what is it that I'm doing or saying that makes you feel that way? And my son was like, Oh, when you just play tickle with me, when you get home. And what I didn't realize is just how impactful that is. It takes five minutes, but yet literally he feels more connected to me and more like I love him when we're playing tickle versus when we're doing all of the other things, usually cost a lot of money and take a lot of time. It's not really those things that he remembers the most. That's why it does not take much time. doesn't take any more time, really, to connect with your family. All right. Secret number two is have a plan before it's time to really connect. Here's the thing. We have a plan at work. If you have a business, you probably have a business plan. I hope you do. And here's the thing. When we, turn, when you talk, when we think about family, when we're feeling, thinking about like connecting with our wives, our husbands, we really don't do as much planning as we do at work. It's kind of like this whole winging it thing where it's like, you know what? When that time comes, I will think of what I can do. Now, here's the thing personally, like I started off in my losing weight, weight loss journey where I was winging it. Uh, I started off in my business where I was winging it and a ton of other things, a ton of other areas where I was trying to grow and I was also winging it and all those stuff, all that stuff never worked. Now, it was great that I was taking action and I hope you're taking action too because you can never improve inaction. But at the same time, just winging it was not the solution. Instead, what I do is I sit down on Sunday and I come up with ideas, not only ideas around for my business, not only ideas around my uh, career, not only ideas when it comes to family time. So that way I have an idea of some of the things I'm going to be focusing on that week. And then what I'll do is I'll put it on my calendar in my phone, 15 minute walks with my kids individually. If we're going to play board games, if we're going to go bowling, if we're going to be, I don't know, watching anime, doing the things that they really want, right? And the, the reason why this works so well is when you plan it out, you're using your prefrontal cortex. It's kind of like just like meal prepping, right? So if you meal prep the day before, it's kind of easy because it's like, you know what? I'm not going to have to do that difficult thing until tomorrow. It's not a big deal. I'll just put together, um, you know, using the part of my brain that is like really able to actively think through this, right? If you're thinking about it in the moment, most likely you're going to make the decision to not eat the food that's in congruence with your goals, right? But if you do it the day before, it actually does help you prepare for that situation. Then it's just a matter of doing it, even though sometimes you feel like doing something else. And it's the same thing here, like sitting down, thinking about, okay, what can I do this week to create a better family connection? Because family connection just in and of itself, like even connection with, with Teresa, I don't, um, I don't just ask that generally. I ask myself, like, what are the actions that I'm taking that is going to help me connect better with Teresa, whether that's a specific uh, time that we're going on a walk, whether that's something um, I'm going to do with her individually in terms of going out on a date day, like even just stepping out from my work and talking to her for like 15 or 20 minutes, because one of her things is quality time. Um, like just finding out, like, how can I sprinkle that in throughout the week? So when I look up the week and Tuesday pops up and it says, oh, don't forget to call Teresa between this time and this time. I'm going to remember to do it. And it's not something where I'm kind of winging it, hoping that I make time for it. Does that make sense? 
So that's secret number two. Secret number two is make sure you have a plan before it's family time. Secret number three, sometimes just having questions ready is the only plan you need. Now, even the last idea when I'm talking about coming up with a plan, sometimes that can be a little bit overwhelming. And for those people who do feel overwhelmed when you start coming up with a plan, you've never done anything like this before. Well, first off, I want to I want to uh, recommend a book. It's called um, The Adventure Challenge book. It has a bunch of different ideas and things you can do with your, your significant other. Um, and something that has really helped Teresa and I get even more close uh, is going through and going doing those um, the challenges. It's kind of like a lottery scratcher that you scratch off and it tells you what you need to do that day. So it gives you a whole bunch of different ideas. But maybe you don't have that right now. Well, here's the thing. Really focus on asking questions that help you feel more connected is a great way to start. Now, most of the time we go about it by asking, hey, how was your day today? Or how was school? Or how was this? But that's the same old question is going to get the same old answers. Either they're going to be just completely not answering at all, or they're going to just be like, yeah, fine, good, good, fine. And that's not really what we want. We want a really deep connection. And so if I was like, let's say, ask my, when I ask my daughter, what would happen, what happened at school today? I would ask her, what was the funniest thing that happened today at school? Or I would ask Teresa, what did you enjoy the most about your day today? Or what made you smile? Now, here's a question that I ask um, quite often. That is like, when you're having the most fun with me, what is it that we're doing that makes you feel that way? Another one is um, that I asked Teresa is like back before um, when we didn't have kids, what's something we used to do that you miss? Because now it'll give me an idea of some things that we can do in the future, right? So if you're not the type of person, let's say you, you are like, oh, I'm not just not the type of person to ask these kind of questions. Well, first off, um, you're putting a label on yourself. Please don't do that. I'm sure you ask questions. And this takes work. This is the way that relationships like really grow and thurish, uh, flourish, right? Is that it actually takes work. So I want you to um, lean into getting better at asking questions. And how you do that is just copy a bunch of questions that I ask you here on the podcast or inside of my YouTube channel. And literally just save it somewhere on a notepad. So when it comes to be time, you just pull it up and you can ask those questions. But sometimes if you aren't the type of person who asks questions, it's, it's best to actually set it up. And here's the reason why. If you've never asked your wife any questions like this, when you do, she's going to look at you like a little cockeyed going, okay, like what's going on here? Like, what do you really, really want? Right. And so what I found is when I first started to do this, um, I was able to communicate to Teresa beforehand to make it so it felt less awkward. And I basically told her, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm really trying to become a better husband. And one of the things that I found is that the questions that I ask you are really boring and old, and they really don't help us create this like amazing connection that I really want to elevate. And I, I want to take responsibility for this because this is somewhere that I'm lacking. Now, I want to try some new questions that I found to see what you think. So for at the time, I was like a part of a mastermind for um, fathers and husbands who wanted to become better. And so I told her, like, literally, I'm taking a class to get better as a husband. And they gave me some list of questions that we can ask. And, you know, this might be completely stupid. And it might be something that you're like, OK, no, I don't want to do this. And that's totally cool. We can stop. But would you be against me at least trying some of these questions to see how they actually stimulate conversations? So literally leading that way, most of the time, you're going to have people who are going to say, OK, yeah, let's just give it a shot. And if you don't, that's okay too, because remember that that um, this is something that builds up, right? It's not something that I can tell you um, what to do or what to say, and instantly everybody's going to agree with it, right? Sometimes they they feel a little bit um, awkward because you know you haven't put any time or energy into a relationship, or you haven't really been the type of person who asked those questions. And if they're not open to it, that's totally cool. You can still inject some of those questions, but do it in a more um, a little bit different of a way where it doesn't feel like you're 
well, regardless, you don't want to make it feel like it's an accusatory thing. You're just asking questions just to get curious about what it is that they enjoyed, what it is they loved, what it is they, they would like to do into the future. Okay. So secret number three is sometimes having questions ready is only plan you need to have. All right. Secret number four, sometimes they only need someone to talk to. Here's the thing, like being available is a big part of the equation, but here's what happens. And this happens to me all the time, still to today, even though I'm a life coach. And that is Teresa will bring me something and I get right into fixing mode. I'm like, okay, here's the three steps. This is what you can do. Here's the action you can take. Do you need some help taking that action? And it's like, uh, it's kind of like an awkward feeling because I'm like literally going in to fix things. And it's probably because I've been a police officer for 20 years. As a matter of fact, today is my 20 year anniversary of being a police officer. And so I'm constantly bombarded by people bringing me their problems and them wanting to fix it. And so it just naturally happens to me. But here's the thing. Must, must, uh, many times when your family, especially your wife or your husband brings things to you, sometimes all they want is actually a little bit of empathy, meaning you stepping in their shoes and listening to them. We don't have to overcomplicate it or try to fix it or think that we're like able to help them by giving them the three different steps. All they want to do is they want to feel seen and be heard. And that's all. So we don't have to complicate it. We don't have to, um, you know, do an entire video or entire session or entire coaching um, process with them. Like literally all we need to do is just sit down and be there to listen, bounce things off of them and basically get them to understand that we feel the way or first off, not say that the way that they're feeling is wrong, but say that we understand the way they feel, especially when it, when if we were to be in their shoes, we would probably feel the exact same way. And I'm sure you've heard people when they want to bounce ideas and stuff off of people, they say those things, right? It's because they just want to say things out loud because when you say things out loud, like you can actually come to the conclusions yourself, but then also you can kind of realize like, wow, okay, this isn't something that doesn't even need to be fixed. I know for me, I've done that where like literally I didn't say anything other than just um, really empathizing with them. And the next day they actually solved the problem themselves. Instead of coming to me, uh, expecting me to kind of like do it, they were actually able to solve it themselves. And so those things will definitely work out on their own. Now, this is something, like I said, that takes some time to build up. And you're not going to do this, any of these secrets perfect the first time. Okay. I really want you to focus on what you can do to grow this next week, what you can do, which one of these secrets you're going to focus on and really put your time and attention into this one this week. And then maybe come back and re-listen to this podcast later. All right. So the first secret is connecting with family doesn't take any more time. What are some things that you can do that doesn't take any more time that makes you feel more connected? What are some of those things in the past that you have done that makes you feel incredibly connected that you can recreate this week? Number two is have a plan before it's family time. So what are you going to do when it is family time? Write out some different ideas, write out some different thoughts, um, maybe some different questions, some things that you have planned so that when that time comes, you're good to go and put it into your calendar if you can. Secret number three is sometimes just having questions ready is the only plan you need. Literally just grab lists of questions that I have given you here on this show. If you're part of any of my programs, I give you my 21 best questions that I ask my uh, my wife and my family and people at work. All right. So if you are a part of our programs, um, definitely connect with that because you'll literally have a worksheet that will help guide you through that. Number four, secret number four, sometimes they only need someone to talk to. So even being there physically, mentally, emotionally, everythingly <laughs> is an important part of the process. And when you're there, when you're able to give that to them, that is all they need. One caveat at the end of that, and that is like being a coach. Sometimes Teresa does come to me and she wants some help. Sometimes she does want me to give her some ideas and strategies. And whenever I feel that towards the end, 
I ask her, I say, Hey, do you want me to just listen? Or would you like me to help? Would you like me to give some advice or some direction? And most of the time it's like, Mark, just listen. But there are some times when she's like, you know what? I actually do want some advice. And that's when I, number one, I asked for permission. And number two, then I would give her any advice that I had, right? All right, guys, I hope this one has been helpful. And I really would love to hear how you are winning in your marriage by using these secrets, all right? And what I mean by winning is like literally you have one thing that you implement in this, all right? Whether or not it gets received well by the other person, that means you're winning because you know what? You're trying. I can tell you there's going to be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people who listen to this podcast who don't do anything. You do one thing, you are a winner. And I appreciate you so much for that, all right? All right, today's quote is, families are the compass that guides us. They are the inspiration to reach great heights and our comfort when we occasionally falter. That's Brad Henry. So make your family time count. Thanks, guys, for listening to another episode. I appreciate you so much and keep leading from the front.